Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the latest episode of Screw News, aka Skeleton Crew News. Hey guys, I'm your host, Monster69, live from Sydney, Australia, and uh, this week I've got my wingman back, back in formation, Ace36. How are you doing, my friend? Blended. Excited for more space stuff. Yeah, welcome back. I know life has kept you busy and will probably keep you even more busy in the, in the uh, near future. But welcome back for this episode. Um, I missed you last week. And uh, guys, so much to talk about again this week. Uh, so on the agenda is obviously we're going to talk about Invictus Week. It came, it went. Um, we're going to talk about what what I bought, what we did, what we thought. Um then we've got a roadmap roundup on June the 8th that we'll dissect and then uh, we'll have a look at the mule. So let's start off with uh, the first cab off the rank and that is Invictus Week. Now I know Ace you were pretty busy the last few weeks. Did you... Did you... A few days, yeah. Not every day but I went to look at new stuff and... Yeah. It, it was a rough one. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of bugs and performance issues. Is that what you mean? Yeah, indeed. And uh, particularly on one day, uh, it seemed like they, they they had forgotten to, to clean up the room. So you had uh, the, 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 the ships from one manufacturer and the other manufacturer... <laughs> like both in the, in the in the same spot no way <laughs> yeah that, that was pretty fun because it partially looked like new ships oh my god inside of each other so there was two, I took oh a few my screenshots god. oh you got it oh i'd love to see those man so okay that's pretty bad <laughs> but uh yeah um did you end up uh purchasing anything or melting or rearranging your fleet at all during invictus week a little bit. I melted my Inferno because it wasn't as fun as I had expected. And mm. I got myself a Legionnaire and a Mule and a new Bucky because my Bucky was gone. So, you yeah. mean your Drake, Drake Buccaneer? Yes. Okay. All right. Cool, man. Have they changed anything on the Buccaneer that uh, that wanted you to, to buy it or you just wanted your Buck back? No, it's just, it's just a timeless classic for me. Yeah. I love that ship. Gotta have the Bucky. Me too, man. I mean, I've got an outline of a Bucky around me in on, on the screen. So I just uh I just I just I just wish uh yeah. Anyway. I, I yeah, it makes me sad. Um, yeah, man, every self respecting pirate needs a buck in here. It's, yeah. It's just the rules, man. If only the wings didn't fall off. Um <laughs> But yeah, I love it too. It's one of my favorite ships. Um, until I get into combat, then not so much. So <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not that good. That, that's not the that's not the point of the buccaneer, though. Yeah. Um. Did you have any like you know in Invictus Week anything stand out for you that 
that I mean they're kind of I, I suppose as a veteran of the game the Invictus weeks a blending one into the other there's nothing like the decorations and the kind of ambiance of the you know uh, conference hall is kind of becoming the same old thing over and over again for me anyway yeah, uh, yeah I thought it was kind of lame they just uh, basically copy pasted Microtech's uh, showroom onto Horizon I, I had expected like a different showroom at least some different stuff but it looked very very similar to to the last uh iae we had last year yeah so that was a little bit disappointing yeah yeah i would have appreciated like different colorings and different banners and stuff some people will say you know well you don't want to do they don't want to do too much work yada 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 but if you're going to do something you know you kind of they are two most important sales though i don't think it's it's too much to ask to to have some cool decoration that's right it, it bought in i think 20 million dollars so you're right actually i agree with you some decorations would have uh, kept it fresh for the old timers i think because um, i'm getting less and less excited unless there's a specific ship announcement um i'm getting less and less excited for invictus week um actual when i'm when i say that i mean going to the conference i don't mean i get i still get excited for being allowed to you know purchase all the ships and rearranging my fleet you know what i mean but of course yeah yeah, yeah but uh, in- the, the in-game event could have needed a little a little extra yeah it just, just felt lazy is the wrong kind of word but yeah i, I wished it was uh, a little bit more exciting and something yeah. new to look at you know, ironic. Did you end up going to the Drake Defense Con? Uh, no, I didn't. Mm. Uh, that was on the day I didn't actually go. I wanted mm. to because I wanted to see the Vulture in mm. in person, but yeah, didn't make it. So, did you go? Yeah, yeah, I did. The, the reason I'm bringing that up, Space, is because it's in a hangar, right? And they've got all the Drake ships in the hangar. It's a much, much better use of space in that you don't have to walk like the other conferences just feel like there's a ship over here there's a ship over there and there's 20 miles in between of this empty barren space you know with no decoration no atmosphere but defense con at least you go in and all the ships are like right next to each other like a car show you would go to in you know in europe or whatever like the cars are next to each other like the toyota's next to the you know bmw there's only like 10 meters between them and that even though it was all the same ships I've seen before, it was just, I don't know, man, it just feels better. I wish I, I wish they would do that with the main conference. Like, I, I know they need a huge space because, you know, at one point they might have an 890 jump in there or a carrack. But once they determine what ships are in there, even if you have to, just, like, pull a curtain or something on the empty, like, put everything close together and the empty space, just put a fake wall, you know, conference wall uh, or something just to cut out that the rest of that space. Uh, I, I don't know. Really silly conversation. Uh, I, I totally here. agree. <laughs> no, I totally agree. It's uh, too much walking on the yeah, <laughs> on the Invictus and IAE floors. Yeah. Um. So, myself, what did I do? Uh, I did something. Did play, oh, the Scorpius! I bought the Scorpius. Did you get the Scorpius? Uh, yeah, I got it back in the day when it was announced. Like, uh, was waiting for it all the time. So I was obviously excited to finally get it. Yeah, good chip. I like it. 
So the big question to you is, because I know you, you're also a hurricane pilot, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, which one's better? Which one do you like? That's a tough one, actually. Uh, both have their places. Because you've got a hurricane. The Scorpius feels... Uh, not anymore. The, the hurricane was the loner for the Scorpius. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Actually, that was uh, the one thing I was afraid of. Like, uh, that, I, that I wouldn't like the Scorpius and would have to melt it back and get get the hurricane instead. But it's good enough for me to say, oh, no, it's okay. It's cool. I'll keep the Scorpius. Yeah. So, okay, it's good enough to uh, not bring back the hurricane, which is good, good stuff. Um, so I bought the Scorpius. Uh, oh, dude, there's an awesome skin for the Scorpius. It's the something scorpion. Yeah, I got that one. It's the oh. one I'm flying. It's actually a skin with like, it's not just the color. It's actually got a design on it of a scorpion. And it's sick, dude. That is such a sick skin. Um, looks great yeah I totally agree so I bought a scorpion and I bought a mule um, I didn't melt anything um, so yeah we'll get into the mule later on guys so yeah Invictus week again uh, a lot of problems though a lot of technical problems people couldn't log in uh, it, it was a pretty very rough experience this year very rough and combined with nothing too visually uh new i suppose uh for for old timers like us it, it it kind of was a bit of a um average average experience this year for me i wasn't as excited yeah, i can agree to that yeah and it might also have been a less than ideal first impression for the new new free free flyers and new players there's been enough new people, well, so... Yep, yeah, they still made 20 mil, apparently, so that's that's a good thing. All right, let's move on to the next news item, guys. And that's just uh, the bar citizens that are happening um, around the world or around where the main studios are. I've I've begged uh, CIG on, on Twitter to bring one of these things to Australia because we're, you know, at the butt end of the globe. We're too far from everyone and it costs too much to do so so i don't envisage it happening um but all the big bar citizens that was announced in the chairman's letter uh, uh have been announced to to happen um I'm, i don't i don't know the dates uh, i think in on the 11th or something they'll start um don't don't quote me please it started yesterday or something yeah and um Today is first contact day, and uh, which is the first contact we made with the aliens, with the Banu. Yeah, yeah, with I the, think Banu? It was the Banu. Yeah, yeah. made it with the Banu, and Alien Week is also coming up um, on on the eleventh, I believe. Again, don't quote me. Sorry, I don't have the dates, but Alien Week is the next sort of event that's coming up. So if you're interested in alien ships and whatnot. Um, yeah, get your wallets prepped, and uh, that'll be coming very soon. Um, what about you? Um, uh, are you into any of the alien ships at all, Ace, or not? Yeah, not really. Not really. I, I, I had some for a while, but didn't like them too much. Yeah. I had the Cartual, which uh, was kind of fun to fly, but... I have problems with uh, vertically uh, 
build spaceships like uh, like the Reliant or the Cartwell because I like to fly close to stuff and I always ram shit. Yes. <laughs> I always yes. end up ramming something. Yeah. Yeah, that low flying with a vertical ship is yeah, that's a <laughs> That's a different Yeah, they're challenge. they're not for me. Yeah. I had a Talon for a while, but it's also not my ship. I yeah. always dislike those two long finny things it's got in the back. Never really like those and I'm a sucker for design. So Yeah. Not my ships. And they break apart too as well, don't they, the talons? Yeah. I think they're they're kind of comparable with, with an arrow. Mm. From from what they can take and Yeah. They, they do a little more damage, but yeah, they they're not the best combat ships. Also not the worst. No, but, they actually, you'll be surprised, they do less damage than an arrow. Trust me, I've looked into this. The two size fours do less damage than two size threes and two size ones that the arrow has. Yeah, that's why I'm sticking with the arrow. I'm, I've very much gone down into the science of, of light fighters and uh, doing a lot of, you know, looking at DPS and videos and stuff. And yeah, the so arrow does less DPS, um, but obviously it's got two size one shields. The arrow's got one size one shield. Um, and like the Buccaneer, the Talon kind of, if you hit it enough times, it'll start losing like the wing or something, and then you'll start spinning out of control and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. But for Alien Week, I'm, I, I want to get... The Talon. I've got some credits in, in, in my account. I want to get the Talon just to see how I feel. I haven't settled down on my go-to light fight. I'm 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 in an arrow at the moment, but I haven't I don't want to go to the Gladius because that's mainstream and I never go mainstream. Um I don't like the Gladius either. I just don't want to do mainstream, yeah. Uh it's it is the best most maneuverable and all that. If you watch all the PvP videos, it's the best PvP like light fighter PvP. Uh yeah, but even then it feels better if you pop a Gladius in another ship. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Uh but yeah, anyway, um I mean I would love to see the Gatak like just flying around and I'm very curious to see how the Gatak uh the logistic ship um, would be a, a sight to behold as well. But yeah, guys, so Alien Week's coming up. Bar Citizen, um, Ace, if there was a Bar Citizen like 100 meters away from you, would you go? 100 meters? Totally. Yeah, yeah. cool. But I'm not I'm not uh, making the trip to Frankfurt. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's yeah. some people that are catching flights and stuff to go to those Bar Citizens. And, you know, God bless those guys. Yeah, I I got too many uh, real life obligations to to be able to do that at the moment. So yeah, it's definitely off the table, yeah. which is a little bit sad because you can can get like uh, what's it a Banu cube or something. You get a coupon with with a with a code or some some stuff. Not sure yes. if it's an in game item or if it's just some Spectrum badge or whatever, but. I think it's an in-game digital asset, the Banu Cube. It's some decoration thing, I believe. Decorative thing, maybe. Um, well, I'll steal one from somebody. It's it's all good. <laughs> There's been some friction on Spectrum. Some people saying, "Come on, man! I can't make it to an event. Don't don't give digital goods to people that can only make it to the event." Um, 
and stuff like that. But poor CIG, they just can't seem to please. I'm okay with it. I think, uh, you know, I'm a grown man. Do I need to be jealous of another grown man's digital assets in a computer game? No, I don't. You know, um, there's people that want to there's people that want to collect everything all the time, um, and they get FOMO if they don't have some digital object. Uh, they need to kind of reprioritize things, I think, in life, to be honest. Um, yeah, probably should. Yeah, I mean, we should just say thank thank you to CIG for, you know, programming a nice little decorative memento for people that can, you know, make the trip to to the bar citizen. I'd love yeah, to go to a bar citizen, man. I'd love to have a beer with you, Ace, you know, and talk yeah, and have dinner and talk star citizen it would be awesome you know um i think i think it's a, it's a great event and a good idea to actually meet the people in person instead of just on spectrum or over discord or whatever but yeah yeah i just couldn't make it this time and frankfurt is uh it's not too far from where i am but far enough for me not to go at the moment yeah my limit would be like a three-hour drive. Like that's my diameter of uh, commitment to CitizenCon. I wouldn't fly anywhere for to go to a bar. Yeah, you know? no, that's that's too much. <laughs> yeah, but I would do up to a three-hour drive. Probably spend the night in a motel and then come home the next day. Um, that's kind of the commitment I would <laughs> I would do. Oh, uh, that's totally fine, man. Yeah, that's acceptable. But. Yeah, I'm growing little space pirates at home right now, so... Yeah, exactly. Um, cool, Bar Citizen and the uh, Banu Cube, guys. Um, I, I, just a little thing, like, I don't know any other game that has created this culture around it, like this this Bar Citizen that Star Citizen has, this, this dinners and meetings and bars and stuff around the world there's even a discord that i'm part of that has got australian bar citizens and all these different states and uh it's it's a real kind of movement they got paralyzed because of covid um and it's starting to ramp up slowly again so i'm eagerly looking you know in the discord to see when this sort of sydney side of you know bar citizen happens and uh in fact before covid hit um i was committed to going to a bar citizen that that got cancelled because covid hit and uh yeah man uh I, I don't know any other game man that has this like social outside of the game social aspect uh that that star citizens created i think it's it's very clever and it's it's awesome it's awesome so um yeah keep an eye out guys um all right let's move on to the a road map roundup that came out on the 6th sorry on the 8th of june um and so the chairman's letter that came out obviously you know alluded to the fact that 318 is going to be a very very significant patch in regards to pez uh, persistent entity streaming um, but in the meantime we're going to get 317.2 coming out so the roadmap really uh, is just confirming some things uh, that have been switched to committed which means there's a what 90% chance that they'll come out 
Um, and there's some interesting things here, man. Um, one of them is additional Stanton Lagrange points. So there'll be more points of interest uh, across the verse. I mean, across the solar system. <laughs> I can't call it a verse yet. <laughs> or the Stanton system. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know what, what they're going to be used for. Like missions and wrecks and... Uh... Maybe just for navigational purposes or whatever. But, yeah, I, I welcome every new thing in Stanton. Hmm. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting what... Well, you know what the so Lagrange points are uh, those kind of clusters of asteroids, aren't they? Is that a Lagrange yeah, usually, point? Usually they are and have not all, but most of them have uh, space stations attached to them. So yeah, will be interesting. Yeah, let's see what they come up with. I'm just doing a quick yeah, just educate myself. In celestial mechanics, the Lagrange points. Uh, points of equilibrium for small mass objects under the influence of two massive orbiting bodies. Mathematically, this involves a solid. Da, 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 da. Okay, yeah, it, it, I feel like it's a it's a place where there's forces keeping things together. Yeah, <laughs> in layman's terms. And the second thing that they've committed in three seventeen dot two guys is derelict reclaimer. Settlements, not wrecks, but settlements. Points of interest. Which are going to be awesome. Because I, I like all this gruffy looking stuff in Star Citizen, you know? And the uh, derelict reclaimer settlement just sounds right up my alley. Yes. Did the... Uh, oh, no. I was thinking of the lady in, in Star Wars. Ren, not Ren. What's her name? Star Wars that everyone hates. Ray, 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 Ray. Yeah, this she starts off like in the first film, like she's salvaging in a giant wreck, isn't she? Like some federal cruiser or something. Yeah, and she lives in a wreck too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that would be awesome to see in Star Citizen. Totally agree. I'm hoping when they say settlement. It's a settlement where I, I just want one or two NPCs walking around wearing some scruffy clothes. Uh, that that would be awesome. If it's, I'm gonna be a little bit sad if it's just empty. If it's just an empty place. Um, I hope it has like a like an improvised med bay or something so we can actually set set that point. as location. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. like that, that would be awesome. That would be, yeah. Everyone would sit there, spawn points there for the first three weeks, I think. It'd be so crowded. <laughs> um, but super exciting to see a Reclaimer, man. Reclaimer smashed up with housing and HABs kind of worked into it. I mean, it, it'll, it should be a sight to behold. So that's awesome. Um, then there will be derelict Reclaimer space missions. So I'm assuming there'll be derelict Reclaimers maybe at these Lagrange points, crashed, uh, lost, um, missing, whatever, um, going into them and, and reclaiming boxes and stuff. Um, so there'll be some new, some more content for people as well. Um, 
And uh, that's gonna be cool. I, I think the Reclaimer is one of the prettiest chips in the game. It's quite like, awe-inspiring watching one land when you're like standing in front of it. It's just it's it's amazing. To me, it looks like a bulldog <laughs> when it's got its landing gears down. I just get aliens vibes from it, like yes, like Nostromo stuff, you know. Yep. Yeah. Love it. it. It's a really good design, and I'd love to see more of them in the verse, but it's currently not too useful, apparently. So. Yeah. A shame, really. If I see the claw work on the reclaimer, I think a tear will, you know, roll down my cheek, dude. If they don't replace it for a... A beam. For a self-managing beam, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, this is interesting, too. The next one is AI planetary navigation. So, seeing... I mean, I remember seeing this years ago at some citizen con, Tony Z and stuff, talking about, um, you know, AI coming into spaceports and taking off and all that sort of stuff. It's really needed to to bring a little bit more, let's say, life into the verse. Yeah. Even if it's not real life, it's uh, it, it keeps stuff busy. Absolutely. Makes yeah. it feel more natural and stuff. You, you know, like when, when you take the train on Area 18 and there's all the all those small ships flying on the ship highway. <laughs> yeah. I think it adds a little, or not just a little, adds a lot of life to it. Yes. So seeing more ships deliver cargo or whatever, that's going to be great. Now, the ship highway is weird, but I think they could just only do what they could do then. So, hopefully, I'm not happy with the ship highway, but I'm happy it's there because, like you say, it brings life. But it's weird seeing these ships, like, yeah, they, they flying, a little weird. flying meters away from each other, zooming down this narrow passageway. It's like getting aircraft and shoving them into a, a you know, a narrow space. But Autopilot, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but you're right. It, that I think they only they put shoved that in because it was all they could do at the time. Uh, but it does still give it life. Um, so I mean, people are going to be ramming these poor AI guys uh, and stuff like that. But they'll just get a crime stat. Um, it'll be interesting to see if you can like do more than just ram them and board them and steal them and stuff. Would be good. Gives pirates some other stuff to do as well, maybe. Don't know. Since we're at pirates and other stuff to do, illegal delivery missions will also be in three seventeen two, which is pretty cool. Yes. I mean, it, it's still just delivering boxes, but um, they they said it would be uh, it would be a little bit more interesting than just boxes. It, yeah, that's right. They, yeah, they, no. they they showed small satchels as well, didn't they? It wasn't just boxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could have. A small satchel that you put in your pocket. Of so yeah, th those those are going to be fun. Totally going to do a few just to check them out. Yeah, I I think it's much needed. You know, it doesn't illegal activities that doesn't just mean like boarding ships and killing people. There's got to be a whole kind of network of supporting, you know, logistics and stuff as well for for the bad guys. So yeah, yeah this makes sense. So you can be a cargo pilot. For example, I know this is just box delivery, but I'm just expanding the thought. You can be a cargo pilot, but you're a p 
pirate cargo pilot, but you don't actually do any piracy. You support the pirates with your logistic ships. You support them with their drug business or whatever, illegal arms business or whatever. Um, so you can. That's a possibility. It's it's really good to have stuff like that in. The next thing is the siege of Orison um, that they're adding in. Do you know about the siege of Orison, Ace? Yeah, I'm really excited for it already. So it's um. Go on. It's basically the Nine Tails who have taken over one of the platforms on Orison, and uh, yeah, you're sent in to clean that up. Uh, you can actually already visit the the platform on Orison. I haven't been yet because I don't want to spoil it for myself. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It's it's mostly FPS if I got that right, and it's also really good because I like the FPS missions a lot. And it's a reason now to go to Orison uh, besides shopping as well, which is cool. <laughs> good point. Everybody hates Orison. Yeah. Crusader's atmosphere. Yeah. And and yeah, uh, yeah. I, I can't wait for it. I know the guys in Evercardi are having a blast. There are players that are like killing other players on it, and yeah, it's going to be absolute mayhem, which is exactly what we expect in Star Citizen, and and what makes it so fun and unique. So that will be coming in three seventeen point two. There's other stuff in the progress tracker that's been altered and stuff. We're not going to go through all the details, guys. We want to keep. Uh, this podcast focused on 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 the big picture stuff um, and you know what's committed in the next patch is 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 part of that so uh, that is the notable changes um, for the roadmap roundup well let's move on to uh, (laughs) I don't know if it's controversial or not I have mixed emotions about this next thing but it's the mule Um, we'll open up and show Sorry? Next best in show. Let's call oh. it what it is. <laughs> of course it will be, yes. Of course. It's got my vote. Uh, yep. <laughs> Might as well start the campaign now. Like, you know, everyone start the campaign now that the mule is... Uh... Um, so you got a mule? You got a mule. Of course I yeah. got a mule. Yeah. Um... A, it's Drake. B, it's a forklift. And C, it's amazing. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm. I've. I've got one too uh, because it's a Drake. Um, my amazing part is uh, yet to be determined. <laughs> um, I do have a friend. Like I don't see any use for it now, right? I was a bit, to be honest, I was a bit cringing when in Inside Star Citizen they're like, "This thing is a quality of life improver for delivery missions." Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you agree with me on that because I was kind of like, is it really a quality of life improvement or is that just a sales? It might be in the future, but for now it's, uh, it's a fun little buggy, but that's it. You you can't really do much with it. Yeah. Um, one of my friends swears by it that it does improve his delivery things, but and I'm like, he explains to me how it is, but it, it, it I'm just like, you can just walk and get the boxes, can't you? And he's like, yeah, but I'm like, all right, look, I'm not going to judge it anymore. I'm, I'm going to come with you on one of these delivery missions, and I want, I want you to, you know, show me the greatness of the mule. So, 
maybe I'll report back in the next uh, podcast uh, about that. Um, <laughs> we used it to to transport corpses of dead nine tails around, but yeah, we, we were just playing around. Really, it's it's not really that and, effective. And where were you putting the corpses? On those uh, weird side rally things where you can stash six boxes otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but you can put corpses there too. And uh, you, you can also uh, jump upon them and uh, okay. have four buddies kneel on the, on the side rails and have their guns out. That's funny. Yeah. So those side rails, right? To me, when I saw them, I'm like, they, they're just brackets. We call them brackets or baskets or whatever you want to call them, right? Like, they should be drilled. They should be a option to just... That, that looks like something you can buy from a hardware store. And you should, be able to, you should be able to attach it to any vehicle. Like, it shouldn't be a mule thing. Like... I agree. To, you know? It, 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 it's very niche the way they go about, like, releasing items. Do you want to carry six boxes? You need the mule. Like, your other vehicle? No, it can't carry those six boxes. You know what I mean? Like, because we've got brackets or baskets on this vehicle. So, yeah, that, that's kind of the... Uh, downside. Let's. Uh, you can the see. Ursa in my in my mule and the the Ursa exploded. That was fun. Oh, you put an Ursa into your mule? No, no. Mule? Uh, my mate was driving around in an Ursa, and I was driving around with a mule, and we rammed each other, and he exploded. So. Oh, nice. And the mule survived. Yeah, <laughs> I even <laughs> got that on video. So. There you go. So it can hold two skew, one one in the back um, and one in the front. It can, um, as you can see here, it, this animation, um, that's how you load the back. And then the front. My only complaint about it is um, it can't... It's not actually working yet. Well, it doesn't lift. You can't stack boxes, apparently. Yeah, but I couldn't grab boxes with the fork either. Oh, okay. Was not able yeah. to to lift yeah. anything. So sure, yeah. That but, was a little bit of a downer. I thought they they'd have this in already. Hmm. You, you bring out this new forklifty thing, and it can't do what it's supposed to do. That yeah, felt a bit a bit bad, but driving it is big fun. So so it's single seater for guys on the audio podcast it's got a fork i don't it's not a fork lift it's like a fork holder so it can hold one box in the front and it's got this weird loading uh mechanic in the back uh, as you can see um so it has two skew capacity and then it's got three small boxes six small boxes in little baskets on the side um so my problem is this guys with this is as a fundamental design and look i know there's probably going to be more vehicles coming out there's going to be a lot more stuff coming out uh but until then my problem is that with a big space universe with giant ships giant cargo holds enormous amounts of skew like we're talking we're going to be we're going to be you know sh caterpillar's got 500 something skew this thing moves two skew at once i was hoping you're gonna be busy <laughs> yeah I was hoping for maybe like a more scaled up vehicle that can hold six, seven or eight skew at once. Um, 
instead of a tiny vehicle that I just don't know in this large scale universe, a vehicle that can only hold two skew. Like I can see them working well on space stations that have, that don't have uh, basically the room to have like a big ass flatback truck uh, driving through the hangars and such. Have like a whole fleet of of those uh, little mules driving around. That that makes sense. That's but quite, yeah, that's o- a... overall, I totally have to agree. It doesn't make too much sense. Also, it doesn't have a tractor beam, which also fe- feels kind of silly because um, they they had that promo shot when when they were selling the mule, where where you have the caterpillar with uh, with the side doors lowered, and the yeah. mules were loading stuff onto it. All that doesn't work yet, so they're yeah. gonna bring in the the new cargo system soon. I think it's in three eighteen. So I really hope they they put some effort into that because otherwise it just feels less usefully uh, useful than 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 it's supposed to be. Yeah, they, they've got. A, I'm looking at that picture now with the caterpillar, and it's opened, and there's these uh, you know mules coming in and going. Um, and there's a tractor beam on the caterpillar right you know if you had like pickup trucks you'd like tractor beam this stuff off the ship and smack it onto the tray of the pickup truck type thing and let's say that let's say that pickup truck could pick four even or six skew so i don't it doesn't have to be massive those six skew could be stacked three on top of three like it doesn't have to be huge but i just think there's more efficient modes of transport that instead of the meal but hey let's wait and see I, I don't know this is just initial gut feelings you know i had an initial gut feeling about my ex-wife a, a good gut feeling and it turned out to be a disaster so who knows my gut feelings <laughs> never work out well so uh let's uh let's quickly have a look at the q a so i'll read one you read one how about that we'll share the load uh is the driver's cabin sealed so that the vehicle can be used in harsh environments. Does it have a life support unit? Uh, it does indeed. And funny enough, I drove mine off the pad on PO. The mule can turn in space. Can't what? Accelerate, obviously, but it can tur- turn in space. Oh yeah, my I god! I think that, that's, that's just that, that's still a buck or something. But I was able to rotate it on spot. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> there you Pure go. Drake technology. Man, if it just had two little thrusters, it'd be a little ship. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Argo Cargo. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, next question is, can you wear a heavy environment suit like the Pembroke armor while seated in the driver? I'm not even going to look at it, but I would say yes. The mule will fall in line with other vehicles and ships, so will either offer restricted access or impaired use on the type of armor worn when this feature comes online. I didn't know that was a thing, dude. That big... Oh, yeah, it will be. Uh, you, you won't be able to, to wear heavy armor and sit in a, in a fighter. That's oh, totally wow, crazy. okay. It makes sense if you think about it. Like, fighters are cramped little cockpits, and you can't go in there with a full diving suit. I didn't know that was a thing. huge backpacks and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, no, that, that's... Well, it's it's not a thing yet. Let's put it this way. Yeah. But it will be. 
Uh, how well armored is this vehicle compared to other ground vehicles? Does the SCU loaded in the area receive an armor bonus against incoming damage? Wait, I haven't read it. I'm not reading it. I'm blind. I'm going to guess. Hell no, it's Drake. <laughs> of course not. It's it's like sheets of metal and duct tape, basically. It's not shielded. It's not uh, armored. It's, it's a forklift, people. It's a forklift. However, <laughs> as mentioned before... I managed to destroy an Ursa with mine, so... That's true. That's true. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why anyone would ask that. Which ships... Gamers, man. <laughs> Which <laughs> ships will it fit in? The Drake Mule should fit inside any vehicle the Grey Cat Rock fits in. Nice. That includes yes. my Cutlass. So I'm happy. Absolutely. It's nice and compact. You can fit it in pretty much everything. How maneuverable and fast is it compared to other ground vehicles? Can it turn on the spot like a forklift uh, to more easily pick up boxes from the rear with the front mount or maneuver inside ship hangers? It's uh, not that fast, let's, let's be honest, but it's fast enough to be fun and um, it can rotate on the spot, which I think is the only vehicle that can do that right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's got six wheels, three on each side, so it can kind of move like a tank. You just sort yep. of, yeah, drive one side of the, one side of the vehicle. Even on. in space. Even in space, that's right. Again, you wouldn't expect this. To, I, I drove mine around, and actually the slow speed makes it fun. It's a fun slow speed, as you said. Not too slow. It's, uh, it's slow in comparison to an ox or whatever, but it's still fast enough to be fun. Oh man, there was an old 70s TV show that had this vehicle, dude, with like guys wearing like onesies of like cats and dogs and stuff. Um, oh, I forgot the name of it, dude. Oh, I need to go Google this because, yeah, this six-wheeled mule vehicle is making me... It just gave me a flashback of my childhood, dude. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Um... I think even the vehicle had like ears, fluffy ears on it and stuff, and eyes on the front. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think it was an American thing. Well, we need googly eyes to attach to vehicles anyway. <laughs> yeah, we need a Drake mule with cat ears, of course, because apparently <laughs> cat ears are everywhere. How capable is it off-road? Will the cargo have a negative impact on its off-road capability? The mule, while capable of going off-road, is not designed with significant ground clearance, as you can see. Um, so cannot traverse extreme terrain. Having cargo on board will impact the handling in the future when like mass becomes a thing. As we all know, mass is not really a thing. Uh, they're slowly going to add mass to like vehicle vehicles. They were showing something in, in an Inside Star Citizen recently where the new uh, driving mechanic showed like a cyclone and stuff with more weight and, you know, more traction. Um, and, you know, today our ships get blown away by the wind and they're a bit like made out of foam type feel out of them. So, uh, yeah, when mass comes in, it'll impact uh, anything with weight on it let alone the mule makes sense yeah is uh the vehicle equipped with a rear view camera which would make it much easier to approach scu boxes without having to switch to a third person camera perspective all vehicles have that already um but it's not bound uh you you have to uh go into your menu and um find that 
to your keyboard. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So there's a rear view. Okay, you press the button and you see what's behind you. I did yeah, not I know that, dude. I think uh, you, you have to hold it. I'm, I'm not entirely sure how, how it works. It's been right. a while and I don't use ground vehicles much. Okay. I need to go find out what that is. All vehicles. It doesn't... And ships, dude. In the game have a review camera. Oh my god. I think in ships it's um, minus on the num block, but I'm not entirely sure. Right, okay. Okay, is the skew... That's okay, that's... There you go. Learn something new every day. Uh, is the skew box fed and dispensed into the back of the vehicle via an automated process? Or does it have to be physically pushed in and pulled out so the mechanism at the rear like we saw the mechanic of that thing coming out and like grabbing the the skew box the mechanism at the rear is automated in terms of moving the cargo in and out of the vehicle but it must be physically attached first by either tractor beam or driving over it yeah that's the kind of sense i got that you have to like reverse yeah reverse over it and then it kind of clamps up and gets it we saw the animation earlier on the stream actually of it picking it up that, that's some that's the thing i don't like that's the time consuming bit you know like you just need a pickup truck dude and you just need to track the beam this boxes onto the back of it like you know makes more sense yeah i totally agree on that one um some mission boxes and cargo are unstable explosive or sensitive to impacts can the mule chassis compensate for vibrations to keep cargo steady during rougher trips uh, as the mission boxes are physically attached to the vehicle, it does dampen impact somewhat, by, but direct hits to the cargo from either projectiles or rollover collisions should still cause concern. Yes, of course they should. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't just like freaking roll, do barrel rolls on it and yeah. Cargo, things are going to get fragile, things are going to, you know... Uh, you know, you already you can see the condition uh, parameter on um, in the shops on guns and stuff. They've added a condition. So cargo is going to have a condition. And the rougher you are with it, I would assume that condition would degrade. Um, Less pay, so drive carefully. Yeah. Can the six mission boxes be loaded manually? Players can reach them from the ground. Currently, they can only be loaded by hand. In the future, using a tractor beam will allow them to snap into place. So, even that, like you say, is not a fully functional mule where you can't tractor beam stuff onto it. Um, you well, got to been tractor beaming stuff onto the rails. You have? Mm-hmm. It, it's not absolutely perfectly fit in place, and you have to fondle around a bit with it. But yeah, I had fun with that. Okay. It I still suppose- works. Okay, here it says, uh, yeah, the word... That... They, they don't snap to a grid. They Yeah. It's basically like throwing them into a bucket, but... Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's okay. Are the mission box slots classed as cargo grids, uh, thus fixing the boxes in place, or are the boxes at risk of being flung out while driving or rough terrain? Once attached to the side saddle, the boxes are locked in place and will not be thrown out during transit. But if you put them in like I did with the tractor beam, they definitely can fly around. Right, okay. They don't lock in. But if you... 
So it seems like boxes are unlocked. So it sounds like if you place them in by hand, they will stay locked. Yeah, I guess. I haven't tried it, though. Uh, they... Yeah, yeah they, they might just stay in place then. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they, they get strapped down or some magnetic seal or whatever is used to keep yeah. them in place. Can the front skew mount be moved up to climb steps, steep ramps? Oh, yeah. The front skew mount raises a little bit when attached, but does not raise up like... Oh, that's a good question, man. That ain't going up no steep slope. Well, you can just retract them, but that's not very effective if you're actually carrying something. So, yeah, makes you, sense too. Yeah, when you got yeah, a box... At least a bit. Yeah. That's a limit. And, that's not good, man. And there's a lot of those small ramps at uh, at all those uh, outposts and whatnot. Yeah, um, like you don't want to be building space stuff, bet like hoping that. Oh, I hope there's just flat surfaces where we're going. Like, <laughs> yeah, just counterproductive. I totally agree. That's not how NASA like builds their stuff. <laughs> Can the front skew hold the lift lift the crates high enough to stack two, three, or four? No. It will only raise them no, above floor can't. level. Yeah. It's not a forklift, guys. It's a fork hold. <laughs> <laughs> so that that again, I don't understand that anyway. Yeah, I think that's a design flaw. Yeah. Because if you already have all the other shenanigans going with it. Lifting them shouldn't be that much of a problem. But yeah. Uh, can the mule be spawned inside hangars when we land in so we can land, uh, load and unload cargo faster in landing zones? Once we get persistent hangars and the updated cargo system working, we'd like to give players various ways to load and unload their loaded or docked ships. This could be via things like handheld tractor beams and vehicles like the mule, SRV and MPUV, which I'm really excited to see. This is going to be really cool. I know people will hate it to have to load their 500 SU by hand, but it's coming. It's just how it is. It's yep. coming. Yeah. Yeah. If you hate it, just don't do it. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is going yeah, to. I like that instead of the the magic ah stuff appears in your cargo hold bit we we got going right now. So you this... you want to be a hauler. <laughs> that's what i was gonna say it's gonna separate the men from the boys when it comes to are you a truly logistics guy or do you just like making you know happy money <laughs> without any effort um so that's what all these little vehicles are for in the long run they're gonna be we're gonna be i'm gonna be landing my caterpillar with 590 skew and probably yeah need a whole bunch of vehicles and a tractor beam and whatnot to empty it out and load it up and uh yeah, it would also be interesting, interesting if you can't load the 590 and have to load i don't know 530 and keep the other 60 for for the, the mule to take it with you that's also a cool thing yeah does the mule offer personal inventory space or vehicle racks? Yes, the mule has both. Wow. I actually don't know where the weapon racks are, if I'm honest. No. 
I would love it for it to be like a, you know, like in those pickup trucks on the inside where you hang the shotgun right behind the driver's seat. Oh, that would look so cool. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be but so it, cool. But I doubt it's there. Yeah. That would be so do cool. The, yeah. Uh, do the forklift lift from the bottom, clamp from the sides, or are they simply magnetic? They are. Are they? Uh, are there any mechanics that prevent cargo from falling off the forklifts? Um, yeah, they clamp from the sides. It's like those. It's not even really forks. It's it's just two magnetic thingies sticking out the front, and the boxes will be kept in place with magnets in there. Yeah, you can kind of see that from all the pictures and stuff that it's a side side pressure thing. Yeah. Yeah. How adjustable is the throttle when handling delicate loading from the front? The throttle isn't adjustable, but the overall acceleration is low enough to allow delicate loading. I don't think like it's not there's no I don't really understand the question because it's literally like we said it's two magnetic clamps, so you just like drive and then clamp the box like yeah, I guess yeah. that that's one of those OCD questions. I, I want to arrange the boxes millimeter for millimeter and uh, have them as precise as possible. Yeah. Oh, maybe they mean like, you know, in a vehicle when you press W or whatever to go forward, it just like goes 100% full throttle. Oh, no, it, it has slow acceleration. Let's, let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. So I suppose the question does make sense. Um does the mule have a backup beeper sound? <laughs> so it's not to crush other people uh, or other players or a horn to warn them that they might be in the way. Not at the moment, unfortunately. I would have loved it for for the reverse drive, having the, the classic meep, meep, meep. Yeah. You get on trucks, that would have been great. That, would, that needs one, desperately. Absolutely. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story. My, my girlfriend had a car in England. Um, every time she put it in reverse, it would be a voice. I've never seen or heard anything like it ever. A voice would come out going, car is in reverse. Beep, 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 beep. Like in, inside or outside? Outside. Oh. Uh, yeah. It was some European car. It was like a hatchback. It wasn't even a big car, dude. It was like a hatchback. So every time she was out when she was young, going to nightclubs and stuff, she would reverse park. And this thing would like be talking. <laughs> Sorry, I just... Okay. So embarrassing. But yeah, anyway. So the mule needs one of those, I think. Just to... <laughs> um, and the final question, uh, are the lights capable of illuminating? <laughs> In Star Citizen, that's a legit question. <laughs> In front of the mule, if it's carrying a cargo box, as it is indeed, uh, you have lamps at the very top too. Okay, so you're happy with the lighting? So far, yeah, absolutely. Yeah? It's cool. it's a good amount of light yeah. for such a little vehicle. Yeah. I've seen spaceships with less light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just say there's, that. There's some bad lights in the verse. That's for sure. Um, so yeah, there's the mule guys, six wheels. It's the first kind of, isn't it the first ground vehicle? It's like an Argo Cargo. It's a little first sort of, you know, that part of that logistics kind of food chain um, ship. Um, it'll be interesting to see what other little things come about because when we do 
unpack and pack these huge ships, what are the tools that'll be available? Um, we know there's tractor beams now, we've got the Drake Mule and uh, you know, there's little forklifts in this picture. We're we gonna get fork, like actual man, man pushed forklifts. Uh, very manual looking, isn't it? Uh, this picture of the Caterpillar. It's very, there's guys carrying boxes. There's like forklifts that look like forklifts of today. <laughs> Literally, it's a, it's a very low-tech, uh, yeah, approach of loading a spaceship. Yeah, yeah, no droids or floating. Uh, you know, it's very low-tech, yeah. but that's loading drones would totally make sense. That's yeah, those would be great that you have them unload boxes and just carry them into the ship or stuff like that, instead of having NPCs or your mates having to do that. Yeah. This is Chris I Roberts for, for the for the mule. Yep. Honestly, the the timing was kind of wrong. They should have brought the mule in when whenever the uh, the new cargo system is implemented. I think that would have been better. And instead of having the mule uh, put in now, they should have brought in some small tank vehicle. Uh, not not tank from uh, from army tank, but but like uh, refueling. You know, we, we had yep. some previews of those. And refueling is actually a thing which is working now. Those have been, would have been somewhat more useful, I think. That's a very good point, Sace. Because I, I remember them saying, oh, we're, we're only going to bring things into the verse now that's fleshed out, has got all the mechanics, yada, yada, yada. And this has not been the case with the mule. <laughs> not so much, yeah. Yeah, so they've kind of gone back on their word with that. But... Uh... I need a small break. Uh, no, we're going to finish up, my man. Um, <laughs> we've, we've, we've reached the hour. So, yeah, well, you'll get a long break, mate, for two weeks. And then we'll be back. Uh, we'll go through the Legionnaire stuff next week. And actually, okay. uh, yeah, something exciting is that we'll have someone from our community join us next week, guys. Uh, we'll have a friend of mine, TVC, uh, joining the podcast. Um and I think he's a Legionnaire owner as well. So we'll go in detail uh, through the Q&A of the Legionnaire. Um, so upwards and onwards to Alien Week. Thank you, Ace, for joining us. Glad that you had me. And uh, thank you, guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe, guys. We've got an audio version of the podcast that's available on uh, Google Pocket Casts. Uh, we're on Spotify and we're on Google Podcasts as well. And you can find us on YouTube. Uh, if you've got any questions or suggestions for the show, please leave some comments below or at me at Monster69 on Twitter. Until next time, guys, bye for now.